You're listening to the Fitness Matters Podcast with Paula B, and this is episode number 64, Scale Feelings. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the Fitness Matters Podcast, and I happen to know that this one especially matters to you because this is a topic that I see talked about in my Facebook groups all the time. And it was something that came up really specifically very recently in the Get Your Goal group, which is my coaching and accountability Facebook group that I talk about at the end of every episode. So I'm not going to belabor that point, but it came up at the end of one of our meetings. And it's something that I have been wanting to address for a while. And I thought this is, this is such a big topic for lots of us. And honestly, this is why, even though it's been on my, my thought list for a while, I really didn't know how I wanted to talk to you about it. This is this is a big topic, and so I'm going to do my best to get through as much as I can and to show you something that I think of as a magic trick. And here's what I mean by this. The other day in the Killer Beehive, which is my other Facebook group, yes, I have two of them. One of them is free. One of them is paid. There's a link to both of them in the show notes or the description box, wherever you're watching or listening. I wholeheartedly, if you do the Facebook thing, wholeheartedly encourage you to come and join at least one, if not both, because honestly, they're both so supportive and interactive and just really helpful in any event. So here's what happened. Somebody the other day posted a question, do you weigh yourself every day? Yes or no? And why? And I thought this was such an interesting question. And what was even more interesting was all of the responses. I I did not participate in the thread, but I did read all of them because I just, it was so fascinating to me to see all of these different opinions about the scale and different really specific comments about how, you know, if I weighed myself every day, it would do my head in, or I'd go crazy if I weighed every day versus the ones who were like, oh yeah, of course I do. It's just data. It's not that big of a deal (laughs) or, or things like, oh, of course I do because it helps me keep on track. And, you know, I, I watch the numbers so that I can make sure that I'm doing the right things. And I thought that the dichotomy between the, I love the scale versus I hate the scale was just so interesting. And I noticed myself reading these comments and thinking that I bet I could predict weight loss success based on the opinions and feelings expressed. And I'm going to tell you, here is, here is my little magic trick. I can predict how successful you are going to be on your weight loss journey based on how you feel about losing weight. Because here's the thing, feelings are important. I'm going to refer you now really quickly to the episode where all we talk about is feelings. It's literally called Feelings. It's a really good episode and I happen to know because I have access to the numbers that lots of you didn't listen to it. And I think it's really interesting because it sounds on its surface, I mean, with a title like Feelings, it doesn't sound like it's going to be an especially interesting episode. But uh, spoiler alert, even though I've told you to go listen to it, I'm going to tell you really quickly right here. Your feelings are the way you get results. Like you do not get positive results from negative feelings. Now, let me also clarify that just really quickly because just because you have a negative feeling about the scale doesn't automatically mean that you will always get negative results in your weight loss journey. I'm not dooming you here, but what I am pointing out to you is that your feelings matter on this journey. 
And therefore, I'm going to encourage you to really pay attention to the feelings you have and understand very clearly what results you are getting from your feelings. Here's what I mean. Some of the things that I hear really commonly with really specific regard to weighing yourself or, well, not just your weight loss journey, but yeah, I guess really specifically you're weighing yourself. So I frequently hear about scale anxiety, like on, on weigh-in day about being super nervous about stepping on the scale. I also rather frequently, like literally every day, <laughs> hear people talk about how disappointed they feel because they're not losing weight very fast. Or I hear a lot of people who get very frustrated when the scale is going up and down, it's bouncing around, it's, it's doing the things that scales do, which is shows your weight fluctuations. So I wanted to address those re- three really specific feelings today and really show you very clearly what is happening on your weight loss journey when you are feeling these feelings. So I'm also going to refer you really quickly to the episode of how to change because it really goes through this process, not about one thing very specifically, but about how this process is literally the way the world works. And again, I'm going to, I'm just going to share with you super quickly that the way the world works is like this, that there is a thing that happens, a circumstance that happens that is really, truly neutral. Even though we frequently don't think it is, it is simply a thing that happens. The scale shows a number. It's it's neutral. It means absolutely nothing until we have a thought that is step two. A thing happens is step one. We have a thought about that thing happening is step two. Step two frequently happens so quickly and so unconsciously or subconsciously that we don't notice it. But we always, always have thoughts about things, about everything. I mean, you're having thoughts right now about the words that I'm saying. And yet the words that I'm saying, they're just words. The words themselves are neutral, but you might be having thoughts about them. Whether or not you hear those thoughts doesn't mean you are not having those thoughts. You have a thought and then that thought, step three, creates your feelings. Now, for some of us, some of us notice our feelings a lot more than our thoughts. Your thoughts happen so fast, so subconsciously that we frequently don't have access to the thoughts, but we probably notice our feelings. Your feelings, and I cannot stress this enough, do not come from the thing. When you step on the scale, the scale shows a number. You do not get a feeling from the scale. You get a feeling from your thoughts. And then here's where the magic happens. That feeling drives your actions. Now, some of us actually can really skip over the noticing our thoughts and possibly even the point where we notice our feelings, but we pretty frequently notice our actions. We find ourselves reacting to something. We find ourselves thinking about something over and over. We find ourselves eating something we didn't intend to eat. We find ourselves doing things, actions, or not doing things that we mean to be doing, and that might be where we, where we start to see 
everything happening. What we also might skip over all of that and just go directly to the results because your actions, of course, and I think this one's pretty obvious, your actions are what creates your results. And this is why so often when we want to change something in our lives, this is kind of to the aside, but I'm still going to make this point. So often when we want to change something in our lives, we go directly to that action point because we think that actions will get us results. And it's true. Actions do get us results. But the problem is that our actions don't just come into being all themselves. Our actions are driven by our feelings and our feelings come from our thoughts. So again, this is sort of to the aside, but if you want better results, you need to have better thoughts. <laughs> That's the, the long and the short of it right there, my friends. But, but let's talk about your feelings because your feelings in this matter are the things that you generally tend to express to me. So I'm talking to you if you are the kind of person who notices these sorts of feelings, the anxiety, the frustration, the disappointment with weighing yourself. So let's talk about what it's creating in your life because your feelings are creating your results. Of course, by driving the actions first, but so let's talk about this. So in the case of scale anxiety, really specifically, today is weigh-in day. Today is weigh-in day is the, the circumstance of the situation. You are going to weigh yourself today or you have a plan to weigh yourself today. Now, in and of itself, this is completely neutral. You have a plan. It's on a to-do list. There are words written on a list that you would like to accomplish today. For so many things on your to-do list, that brings up nothing, right? It's just an item that you plan on doing. And yet, for lots of us, That item on your list does not feel neutral because of the thought you are having. Generally speaking, the thought you are likely having, if what you are feeling is anxiety, is something along the lines of, what is the scale going to say? I have no idea what number will be on the scale. I wonder what's going to happen when I weigh myself. Lots of questions with anxiety. And this is... Honestly, I have an entire podcast episode about anxiety that I will refer you to because when in doubt, go listen to three more episodes, right? But but here's the thing about asking yourself a question. Asking yourself a question can be incredibly helpful, but only if you actually answer it. What happens sometimes when we feel anxiety is that we keep asking ourselves the question over and over and it doesn't generate anything other than this thought loop of asking yourself the question and then kind of avoiding the answer because you're afraid of the answer, which generates that feeling of anxiety. So so here's the first step on this one that I'm going to tell you to do is to answer the question. What is the scale going to say? Well, you don't know, but, but here's the thing. Ask yourself why, why that could be upsetting. What will happen when the scale says something? And generally speaking, I think, I think we are mostly afraid of gaining weight and not just the gaining weight because that's just a number on a scale, which again is completely neutral. Gaining weight is completely neutral. Your thought about gaining weight is that you will be upset. That thought is what is creating anxiety in you. If I've gained weight, I will be unhappy. And there might be more to it than that too. I mean, really go ahead and follow this one through. Why will I be unhappy? What would be the problem with gaining weight? 
and really answer those questions. Take the time. Again, this is kind of to the aside, but take the time when you notice yourself feeling anxiety to answer the questions that you are asking yourself. Generally speaking, the thing that you are probably worried about isn't the number on the scale. It's your own reaction. It's your own inner dialogue of what you will say to yourself if the scale shows a higher number than you were expecting. But so here's the thing. When you feel anxiety from this thought, what is the scale going to say? And then your answer of if the scale says something higher, I will very likely speak unkindly to myself. Feeling anxious about that produces actions that tend to avoid the situation. Trying to keep busy, not weighing in on it in a timely manner, which is what most of us do when we are anxious about something is we don't just go bite the bullet and get it done. We try not to think about it. We try to convince ourselves it's okay. We try to logic our way through it. We have that thought loop where we're asking ourselves the question over and over again, unless of course you've listened to this podcast and you know that you should answer your own questions. We try to pretend like it doesn't matter. We try to avoid thinking about the situation. And the result that we create for ourselves from these avoiding actions is that the scale ends up having the power instead of you. You are giving your power to an inanimate object. And I really want to be clear about what that means to you. The scale does not care about your weight. You do care about your weight. When you allow the scale to control the situation, you aren't taking responsibility. And I say that nicely, but I say it firmly. When you are avoiding the scale and avoiding taking responsibility because of this feeling of anxiety, which comes from your thoughts, not the scale, you aren't taking responsibility and you're giving your power away to the scale. This is not creating good results in your life, my friend, just so you know. The scale being an inanimate object and being objective, I mean, in the way that numbers are really, truly, 100% objective, it means that the scale has power over what you are doing in your life rather than you taking your own power. And let me be really clear here. You have the power. You 100% have the power over whether or not you lose weight. But when you give it away, it makes it feel like you don't. And that feeling of powerlessness, honestly, is going to be a whole podcast in and of itself. It's on the idea list. Because when we don't take our own power, it does not create good results in our lives. And again, let me be clear. I'm not telling you you're never going to lose weight. This one thought that you have about the scale, what is the scale going to say, is not the only thought you have. It's one of them. It's why sometimes our results get very mixed is because we have lots of different thoughts. But finding one really specific thought in this one really specific example 
feeling that one really specific feeling, seeing the actions that that specific thought and specific feeling create in your life can help you understand this specific result. When you feel anxious about weighing yourself because of your thoughts, what will the scale say? What will happen? What will I do if the scale goes up? You are creating the result of the scale having power and you not taking responsibility. So, so what about those of us who feel disappointment when we weigh ourselves? This one, this one's one I hear a lot. Disappointment is a biggie. Now, here's the thing. Let's say, for example, that today's weight is 0.4 of a pound lower. This is something that I hear somewhat frequently. In fact, that the scale is moving very slowly. This is taking forever. I can't believe how long it's taking me to lose weight. I'm only losing a little bit. Or, I mean, the other thing that I hear when the scale really technically is lower, I'm not losing weight at all. Those thoughts create for you a feeling of disappointment. Now, sometimes this disappointment, we think it can be related to lots of things, that it's related to just losing weight in general or the number that the scale says. Sometimes we even put it onto ourselves. I'm just disappointed in myself. I'm disappointed in my body. I want you to understand that the feeling of disappointment does not come from the scale or your body or the numbers or or anything other than your thought. When you have a thought like, this is taking forever, that is what is creating for you the feeling of disappointment. Now, here's what happens to me really specifically when I feel disappointed in something. Disappointment is very interesting to me. Disappointment is something that for me creates a lot of reaction response where I will have reactive eating, meaning that I'll either eat too much because I'm disappointed and I will emotionally eat, or I'll go into this thing where I am reacting by eating too little. Like, ah, this is taking forever. So therefore I'm going to eat less and move more. So it's a reactive kind of reaction. The actions that I get from disappointment are things like eating too much or eating too little, not tracking my food because there's a part of me that knows that what I'm doing isn't really on my protocol, over-exercising or under-exercising, again, kind of reacting to that feeling of disappointment rather than sticking with the plan. Trying to change things is frequently the actions that we take when we feel disappointment. Trying to do something different and changing things up and doing things that are not, technically speaking, what you know is the right thing to do. And I know that you know the right thing to do because I've told you so many times. And if you don't know, if you don't know, in the description box or the show notes or whatever, of course, there will be a link to the 5-0 method, which is the five things that you do every single day that help you lose weight at 50 and beyond. You eat the right number of calories, you drink the right amount of water, you get adequate sleep, you exercise moderately, and you manage your mind. That's what we're doing right now with this one, my friends. We are parsing out 
these behaviors that come from disappointment. And I don't know if you could already see it, but it's pretty clear to me when you start doing different things, when you start reacting to that feeling of disappointment, you're not going to be very consistent, are you? You're not going to do those five things in the way that you know is going to work. Because frankly, it already brought you the 0.4 pounds lower, but that feeling of disappointment from your thought, this is taking forever, creates for you the result that losing weight is going to take even longer. It really is going to take, not forever, but it really is going to take longer because you are not behaving consistently. My friends, isn't that amazing what happens from your thought. Your thought, this is taking forever. Creating that feeling of disappointment is what is driving the result, because of your actions, driving the result of weight loss taking longer than it needs to. My friends, what about frustration? What if you feel frustrated? Let's say you hopped on the scale today and it was 0.4 pounds heavier than yesterday. Oh, mama, what did I do wrong? Nothing I'm doing is working. This is crazy sauce. This is never going to happen for me. I'm never going to lose weight. This is so frustrating. (sighs) Nothing I'm doing is working is a particularly difficult thought. Creating that feeling of frustration. I don't know about you. Frustration for me is based on, I'm going to call it arguing with reality. (laughs) Frustration is this thing that we feel when we really think that there's some other result that we should be getting. We really truly think that something is going wrong because of the results that we are seeing, the objective numerical data that we are seeing. We interpret it as something going wrong. And when we think that something is wrong, but it already exists, we get locked in this battle of wills, this battle of that can't be true, but it is, but I don't want it to be true but it is, but I don't like it, but it's true. Here's the thing, my friends, when you argue with reality, you are always going to lose every single time, no matter what. Reality exists, the scale has already shown you a number, and resisting that reality is very frustrating. That feeling of frustration leads to resisting type actions. Those those things like ruminating over and over and over. What did I do wrong? Something must be wrong. What did I eat yesterday? It has to be something I ate. It has to be something I did. It has to be something going wrong. Going over and over and over and nitpicking all of the things that you did and you ate and creating for yourself this this indecision about how to move forward. Well, what did I do wrong? It could have been this. It could have been that. So what do I do? Should I do this now? Should I do that now? Should I do nothing now? Sometimes we even beat ourselves up because we think it's our fault. So therefore, it must be our fault that this happened on the scale. 
I'm going to argue with you just really quickly here, just super, super quickly, because I do like you to know logically that the scale fluctuates. It fluctuates all the time. A slight gain on your way to an overall loss is very, very, very normal and not something worth having this reaction to, this resistance to. But telling you something logically is not the same thing as feeling it because your thought frankly, is illogical. <laughs> That's what happens. I mean, I mean, here's the thing. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm still going to throw this out here. All of our thoughts are just based on us practicing them. You've just had this thought before. Your brain is just efficient at this thought. There's nothing true or right about your thoughts, but when you can see what they get for you is how you can come around to thinking new things. So here, let's finish this up. When you think nothing I'm doing is working, what am I doing wrong? Everything I'm doing is wrong. This is never going to work. I'm never going to lose weight. All of those frustrating thoughts that create for you these resistance type actions where you are arguing with reality, where you are beating yourself up, where you are feeling this indecision about moving forward and therefore basically doing nothing. My friends, you're doing the wrong things. That's the result that you're getting. And therefore you're not going to get the weight loss that you're looking for. You actually are creating for yourself a situation in which you are doing the wrong thing rather than doing the right things that you know is going to work. Those five steps every single day and being patient with yourself, managing your mind is the big, big, big thing that you need to do. So here's the thing. I've shown you what happens when we have negative thoughts. And I say negative, we've talked about this a couple of times, how negative is subjective in and of itself. It is therefore an opinion and therefore not an actual fact. But these types of thoughts that create what would be typically referred to as negative emotions are bringing you negative results. And none of these things has really anything to do with the scale and everything to do with your thoughts. My friends, I'm going to tell you again, your thoughts create your feelings. So when you notice these feelings of anxiety or disappointment or frustration, and you are attributing it to the scale, understand that it's your thoughts. So what other feelings could you have about the scale? Honestly, one of the feelings that I really like best is a feeling of neutrality. (laughs) Neutrality is one of those, it's a difficult balance because it is literally a balance between good and evil, which is a funny thing to say, good and bad. (laughs) When you simply feel the neutrality of the scale, oh, that's data, that's information. Because it is. Because the data and the information that you get from the scale is exactly that. That feeling of neutrality can keep you from resisting or avoiding or reacting because you recognize that it's simply data. It's simply information. But what if, what if you got on the scale 
and any of these things happened. The scale was up, the scale was down, you knew that it was way in day, you hadn't even gotten on the scale yet. What if what you feel is curious? That's another good feeling. I love curiosity. Love, 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 love it. I find it to be one of the most positive emotions because when you feel curious, it means that you are open to possibility. Anything could happen. Today could be amazing. Today could be the day where you figure out that all you have to do is stick with the five things that you've been doing and it's all going to work out. Feeling curious about what's going to come next helps keep your mind open to good things. Even if you step on the scale and it is up, because scales do go up as well as down, what if you felt curious? And not curious like, what am I doing wrong? (laughs) What am I doing wrong? We've already discussed. Does not create a feeling of curiosity for you. It creates a feeling of frustration in you. That's interesting information I wonder what the scale will do tomorrow. That's interesting information. I wonder if that's related to anything that I have any control over or if it's a natural fluctuation. That's interesting information. I can't wait to see what happens over the course of the next several weeks. Being curious keeps your mind open and creates for you a situation in which you can behave in a very calm manner. Curiosity doesn't elicit a lot of resistance or reaction or avoidance. Curiosity opens you up to being consistent, frankly. Curiosity opens you up to continuing to do things in a way that you know is going to get you results and can keep your mind open for seeing those results. What if, oh my gosh, What if you stepped on the scale or you knew today was weigh-in day and what you felt was love? (gasps) Can you imagine that? Let's just picture it for a minute. This is something that I've actually been practicing with myself lately. Just, I mean, purely out of curiosity, honestly, is where this came from. I started telling myself every single day when I get on the scale, no matter what the scale says, I tell myself that is exactly the number that I wanted to be today. I love it. And it's really fascinating to me because the first couple of times I tried it, it felt very, very stiff and very formal as, as a new thought always does. It was like, okay, I felt a little bit skeptical. Like, do I really feel this? And I realized that yes, yes, I do actually feel this. I am, I mean, here's the thing. I am currently maintaining my weight. So this is slightly easier for me to create this thought and this feeling in myself. But here's what I'm going to challenge you with. What if, what if you did love the scale? What if you decided that you were going to love whatever the scale tells you, no matter what? This is a challenge, my friends. This is, this is a good one. Because even though I am maintaining, it still took me a while of practicing this thought to really see what it was creating for me. What it creates, love is more love. The thought that you love what the scale tells you. You love where your body is. You love the results you are getting. It creates more love. It results in love. My friends, 
when you practice love, you will feel love. You will behave lovingly. You will get a result of love. Like this is one of these, these chain of commands that I've been going through the, the circumstance, the thought, the feeling, the action, the results where the circumstance, I mean, it's still that you're about to step on the scale or you have stepped on the scale. The circumstance has actually been the same in all of these, but your thought of love creates a feeling of love and then actions of love and a result of love. I mean, come on, it doesn't get better than that. Now, here's where I'm going to refer you to the episode. I think it's the episode Old Thoughts where we talk about this, about how taking an old thought that you've been having for a long time, such as, what is this Gail going to say today? This is taking forever or nothing I'm doing is working. Sometimes those thoughts can feel so ingrained. They can feel like a well-worn path in your brain. When you try to think a new thought. It's gonna feel weird at first. And that is what that entire episode is about. It's about why you want to think new thoughts and how to think new thoughts and the process of of simply practicing new thoughts. Here's what I'm going to tell you. It might not be in your best interest to go directly from whatever thoughts you are having right now to, I love everything about the scale because it's not going to feel real. It's not going to feel believable. It's not going to feel good. You're not actually going to get a feeling of love from it. You're going to get a feeling of skepticism or doubt or you know something else that is, traditionally speaking, a negative emotion, which as we have already discussed, and I've really shown you very clearly, negative thoughts and negative feelings get you negative results. They do not result in good things happening for you. So if it doesn't feel believable to love what you weigh, simply consider that you can think something different, that you can feel something different. And notice the thoughts that are getting you the feelings that you have right now. When you can start to identify what it is that you are thinking right now that is creating the feelings for you that you have already noticed, you can really start to make some headway in your life towards getting the results that you want. When you know the feelings that you are having, and you understand that there are lots of different feelings available to you, it really helps open your mind to making changes. And I'm not talking about changing your actions, because as we already discussed, your actions don't exist in a void. You don't simply behave differently to get different results. But when you notice this chain of events, your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, your results, you can really start to see what you are creating for yourself in your life and understanding what you are currently creating is the path towards creating what you want. My friends, I know I threw a lot at you today. This was a lot to take in and a lot to absorb But you know that I want to know, what are your feelings about the scale and what is it creating for you in your life? I hope you'll share. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you again soon.
So are you totally loving this mindset work and you really want to do it like, you know, every day in order to get your goal? Then my friend, you need to join the Get Your Goal group. It is my personal and private, very interactive coaching and accountability group where every day we talk about your mindset and we get your goal. You can learn all about it at paulabfitness.com slash get dash your dash goal. I'll see you in the goal group.